Welcome to the nitty gritty. We're here to talk about the most important aspects or practical details that happen in our lives. We've both gathered an abundance of wisdom from books, podcasts, and beautiful communities. But when it comes to navigating the nitty gritty details of life, the only source that breathes life into all of it is Holy Spirit. How do we work out tensions we feel with a graceful response rather than an explosive reaction? How do we discern our feelings versus truth from God's word? How do we talk to our children and others about living a life with Jesus? Are we actually living a life that reflects Jesus to the world? God is the only one who guides, sustains, and gives us everything we need. So whether you're driving, on your morning run, or reheating your coffee for the fifth time, we hope this is a space where you can relate, feel seen, and just have a moment to rest in Jesus. Okay, well, here we are. We have Milena kazarian Kears with us tonight on our podcast. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. For anyone who doesn't know, this is Danielle's sister-in-law. So her husband's sister. Um, And she, we both were like, oh, we need to talk about like all the disciplines and word. And the second it was like the word, we're like, Milena, we need to get Milena on here. (laughs) So (laughs) she's with us tonight, kind of going to be furthering the discussion and just hearing some of her preparation of not preparation, her, um, process of just studying the word and bringing it into her life and bringing it to other people's lives. She actually had an opportunity to speak at our women's group about this Mm -hmm. and it was super powerful, super practical. So for when me and Danielle kind of go off on tangents and you guys are like, give us some, like, you know, some talking points. Melina is so good at that. So I'm (laughs) super excited to hear, you know, just her tips, tricks, and you know, all the things. Yeah. I think before we dive in though, Melena, why don't you introduce yourself to our friends and listeners who don't know you? What are like a couple fun things you would say about yourself so that they can get to know you a little bit? Yeah. Well, I'm Melena Kazarian Kears, uh, married to my wonderful husband, John Kears. Um, I was the reason why Danielle is married to my brother. I just thought. <laughs> so just in case anyone was, was wondering, I, I made that happen. So <laughs> maybe elaborate on what in the world. <laughs> I wasn't actually there when I it got introduced, but I did bring my brother to the church that they met at, even though he did not want to go there. And I was like, no, you need to go here with me. We were um at the time gosh this was a long time ago now we were in college and we were trying churches out together so every other week we chose a different church and so he just didn't want to go to one but I was like no let's just go I ended up leaving he ended up staying and that's how he met Danielle so I would <laughs> say that I was the reason why they met. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, and podcast listeners so um <laughs> yes let's see married to John um, I obviously her kids, Daniel and Lily are my niece and nephew, and I love them very much. Um, I like to read. I like to run. I do like discipline. So I'm glad that we'll talk about that as we talk about the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I was called a drill sergeant in college by my college roommates. So, <laughs> and I think I'm still probably like that today. <laughs> so <laughs> I think sometimes I do hear some women in our women's study on Thursdays with, the. Uh, I guess the amount that I'm like, oh, you need to be in the word on a daily basis. Like you got to do it. So, um, 
I don't know. What else do I like? Long walks on the beach, perhaps <laughs> with my husband. <laughs> seafood, seafood, mint chocolate, good chip wine, cream. good wine. Oh yeah. Mint yeah. chocolate chip ice mm-hmm. cream. Yes. Eighties yes. movies, eighties music. Yes. Traveling, the, traveling, mm-hmm. all the things going on. Where's a- your favorite place you've ever traveled? Oh, that's really tough because I like the expensive things. And then I also like just being out in nature, but I would say one of my favorites was with my husband when we went to the UK in 2016 and Scotland was just one of the most Ooh. awesome mm-hmm. took our breath away, like literally with the landscape and mm. the people. And it was great. So I would definitely go back to Scotland for sure. Minus driving on the crazy roads. He and- did that. So it's fine. As long as he doesn't take it we're good to go. <laughs> no offense if anyone from Scotland is listening in on our calls. I love your roads. I love that the sheep are in your roads. I love it. Beautiful country. <laughs> uh, I gotta love the sheep. Oh my gosh. Rain, pipes, all of it. <laughs> all right. Why don't we open up in prayer and hear from all of your wonderful wisdom, Elena. Uh, God, thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Thank you for friendship. And thank you for my sister-in-law and how we get to be friends. We also get to spur each other on in your word and our relationship with you and build each other up in community. I thank you, Lord, that you have brought her here tonight to bless us with how she's grown with you and walked with you faithfully for so many years. I just pray that our friends listening to this would be so encouraged by what you've done in Melena's life and what she's going to share. I pray, Lord, that people would just heed the wisdom and have some practical steps of how they can pursue their relationship with you to a deeper, more intimate level. God bless our conversation tonight. Holy Spirit, just speak through us and connect us in this conversation. We love you so much. We praise your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Um, I have a question. So you have been reading your Bible. I mean, since I have known you, you are like a woman of the word. But when would you say that maybe it turned from just like reading, just being a Christian and like, okay, mm-hmm. the Bible is important to like, this is my daily bread. This is, I I must have this. Mm-hmm. I need this. And if I don't have this, you can like feel the deficit. Yeah. Good question. Um, I knew I've always known you need to be in the word. Mm-hmm. Now I've always haven't been like disciplined about it. Mm-hmm. I definitely, as I talked about when I did speak on the word at our Thursday group, um, I did share like going to a Christian university, having a minor in Bible that really helped to get me into the word a lot too. Like Mm -hmm. that started it. That doesn't always keep you consistent. That was like 20 years ago. I'm Mm -hmm. a little old. So, um, but going through the old Testament and the new Testament, like we read through the whole thing. So I had read through the whole Bible back in college. Um, I have always known the word is important. You don't, you know, you go through seasons, ebbs and flow, you get really busy, especially when I was working full time in my early twenties, I probably wasn't in it as regularly as I should have been, but I always was in Bible study. So you're still in it, but maybe just like one book, um, within, I don't know, it was probably pre COVID. I could just really sense, you know, there was a lot going on in the world and politics, all the things, and you're just realizing 
I need to know what God's word says. Mm -hmm. I've read God's word. I'm just not in it consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm around all these people who don't seem to have peace. And I have peace because I trust what God's word says. But I just knew I could really just feel probably about 2018, 2019. I could feel really feel God spurring me on to be like, you need to be in the word. You need to be in the word. You need to tell people my truth. They're not in it. They don't know it. And if you aren't in it and you don't know it, how are you, how can I use you to like help other people, help other women to be, you know, to go spiritually deeper. Yeah. And so so, that was where it transitioned from mm -hmm. not just to you, but God was like, I need you. Yeah. I could share this with Mm -hmm. others. Yes. I could just sense when I would talk to people, there was a lot of, um, you know, we just have our, our society. It's just very, there's a lot of the new age. There's a lot of uh, spirituality. Like, I feel like you really see that, especially living in a city like Los Angeles and you could just hear words people would say, and you're like, that's not really biblical, but I see you're pulling that from, cause everyone's like, Oh, I'm spiritual, but not religious. Or, you know, there's all these things that people say, or they want to say, I meditate or gratitude. And these are not bad words, but they're not necessarily, they could be of the world without being truthful and being rooted in God's word. And so I'm hearing all these buzzwords and you're hearing the hype of the Enneagram and all these things that women are catching on to. And I was like, I'm starting to get very concerned as to what women are reading, what they're saying, what's happening. But I'm like, if I'm not in it and I can't direct them to specific verses or I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, actually, this is what this passage is saying. It's not saying that or whatever. I just knew that I needed to get really mm-hmm. into the word and and really read it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that's what led me into reading the Bible through a year with the Bible recap, which I recommend to a lot of people. I mean, any Bible reading plan is great. Just yeah. Any day you open up your Bible is a good day, right? So yeah. you just want to be in your word. But is that where you started? Did you start with the Bible recap when okay. you got... Okay. So that wasn't a recent thing. That was actually back in like 2018. Was I didn't start with the Bible recap in 2018 because I don't think she had started it then. The Bible okay. recap, I want to say, has been within the last... Okay. I'm not great. At I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was just the past couple of years too, but. Correct. I think she came okay. out maybe five years ago or six years ago with the Bible recap. I just started getting more, well, you know, through our studies too, Danielle, that we did, right. We started reading women of the word mm-hmm. uh, by Jen Wilkin, who's we, a we great resource. We're like, obviously she, Bible recap, women of the yeah, word. I mean, that's, that's where, <laughs> I think a lot of it, that's where it's really started spurring was probably the combo of what I was hearing mm-hmm. and then us reading that book and realizing, oh, we need to really break scripture down. And then within the last year is when I really started doing the Bible recap. But I, I mean, I've been in the word, but going through that, the, a year mm-hmm. plan, I do feel like it's such a great place to start. And I think even I was hearing Jen Wilkin on a podcast with someone else, even recommending like a great way of getting into the word is like doing your yearly plan. So you're in scripture daily, but then also having a supplemental study where you're going through one specific book mm-hmm. and going through verse by verse. I mean, that's, it takes a lot, but I mean, truly that's probably the best way. Cause you're going to get to see the Bible as a whole, which mm-hmm. we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And then when you're breaking down specific books of the Bible, you're really digging in, you're seeing the who, what, where, when, why, how, um, like I just went through the book of Acts with precepts, which is an inductive Bible study. And it's one of the best books like you could go through. We were just talking about that's what we're going through now is Acts. It's so foundational for believers. Like you got like you need to go through the book of Acts. Like there's just no Mm -hmm. way book. Like you have to go through it, you know? (laughs) Like the whole the early church. 
the Holy Spirit. I mean, you're getting to see these men rise up into positions like Peter. I love Peter. You're seeing Paul, you know, going from this Pharisee to a servant of Christ. I mean, it's, yeah, you got to be in your work. <laughs> so that was one, that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you and you just kind of started going into it a little bit, but is there a specific like character or story of the Bible? Obviously you said Acts is crucial for like any of us to read. Um, is there, yeah, again, is there like a person in the Bible or book of the Bible that you are drawn toward or that you can relate to the most that you just really get like fired up and excited about? Yeah. I mean, over the summer or yeah, summer of 2023, gosh, time's a kind of an illusion sometimes. You're like, what is it? Um, we went through, uh, oh. we did a summer study and I, uh, she didn't just do a summer study. She led a summer, I led study, a summer on study on her break. Yes. On her break. God called her because I just want to not take to a break. <laughs> I just want, I want to encourage women to be in the word and we yeah. do it so much better in a, in groups and in accountability, mm-hmm. accountability. Um, but Anyways. we went through first and second Peter mm-hmm. and I really fell in love with Peter. Like I always liked Peter, but I really seeing him step into, and that's, what's great about going through the book of acts. Cause you really get to see him right after Christ mm-hmm. dies and is resurrected and really stepping into that role that God called him into And then when you read his letters, you're just seeing that even like, he's just so bold. He's just so confident in Christ and what Christ, you know, him dying on the cross, the resurrection, what that means for us. And it was just so cool to see, like, if you've ever doubted or you're, I don't know, you're not okay sometimes, or you're like, oh shoot, Jesus, I failed. It's like, I just love looking at Peter because it's like, God just used him. He had a plan for him and he stepped into it. And I just love that about him. I also really love Joshua. I just spoke on Joshua actually when I spoke on obedience um, a couple weeks ago. And even though I don't think I'm like Joshua, I want to be like Joshua mm. because he, you know, he was a mentee under Moses. He saw God move. Um, there was a pastor I was listening to a message on Joshua, the intro, and the pastor he's like he went from um, slave, spy, soldier, successor. Mm. I just loved how he said that because you're seeing him, you know, he was in part of that Exodus coming out. So he's watching what God's doing. He's seeing Moses as the leader. He goes out to spy. He comes back and like, we can take the land because we know God said so. Even though the 10 other guys that were with the 12 yes. were like, we're not going to do that. Never mind. Um, but then, you know, now he's a soldier. So he's fighting, right? He's fighting on behalf of Israel. And then he ends up getting commissioned to take over for Moses and like actually gets to lead them into the promised land. And he's always obedient. And that's what I love with Joshua is it talks about the word, like do not turn from it from the right or to the left, like keep going. Do not be discouraged. I am with you. And I'm just like, I want to be like Joshua. I want to take women. I want to take people into the promised land, into the promises that God has for them. And we do that by being rooted and centered on the word. Mm -hmm. Mm. Not always as easy to do, but we have it and we can do it. So those, those are probably the two that like hype me up like mm-hmm. a lot. Like I get really excited about these guys and Same. there's wonderful women in scripture too, but these- <laughs> <laughs> man, I love them so much. <laughs> so you want to be like Joshua. Do you feel like you relate to Peter? I relate to Peter, but Josh was like, that's why I'm trying to get to. 
<laughs> Try to be as obedient as he is. I feel like I, I feel more Peter sometimes with the struggles of life. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I love I love Paul, and I think it's because I can ramble and ramble about things, and like Paul just goes on and on and on. Sometimes the sentences. Are- <laughs> Like, like Mark can write a sentence and it's like five words. And then Peter writes a sentence and it's like 55 words. Peter or Paul? Paul. I'm sorry, Paul. Paul writes a sentence. It's like his one, his paragraph is like an entire sentence. And, but he's just so passionate and everything that he writes, he has like so much conviction and exhortation for people. And I can, I connect to his character a lot and just what God brought him through. So it's, it's fun how each of us can find someone like that in the Bible that we can relate to their personality and connect to their writing. And that's why the Bible is so exciting. There's so many different writing styles. There's so many different stories in there. And I think we can see ourselves in so many of those different people and then be able to apply that. Absolutely. I think too, as you dig into their books and you get to know who they are, it makes you like them even more. Yes. Like that's the thing too. When you get into the word, you start to learn who they are. And as you, especially if you do it inductively or you break it down and you're going verse by verse, that's what I think you're like, oh my gosh, I, I knew this person or I knew their story, but I didn't really know them. And now I know them. And then you're like, now I'm nerding out. Like I'm yeah, really- right out about them so like you are with Paul and right. he calls most of Acts like Peter's only up till what chapter 12 or something in Acts and then it's all Paul after that um and he is a little wordy at times but it's also so good because he's just constantly um passionate <laughs> yeah and he really yeah is. he's super he passionate really and he's it's what God wanted too because it needed to go from the Jews Mm-hmm. The Samaritans to the Gentiles. Like that was yes. how it was. And Paul was the one to take it to the Gentiles. So, right. but um, also every word he says, even though he says a lot of words, every word has so much thought behind it and so much depth. So, yes, it goes on forever, but there's so much substance there. Yeah, there is. He's a, he's good. He's still good. But yeah, sometimes I like the ones that are like, let's just get to let's it. Let's get to the point. <laughs> So, Melina, you said if you're studying it inductively, there might be listeners that don't quite know what that means. Can you explain a little bit what it means to yeah. study God's word inductively? I'm one of them. I was literally going to be like, can you tell me what inductively <laughs> means? Because I don't even yeah. know. I mean, maybe I know, but I don't. When you said that word, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, let me get it right. I'm I'm still learning the inductive study, but I just partook in a precepts class. And, um, and precepts was created by... Basically, Kay Arthur um, and team, and it's just kind of walking you through um, how to study the word and how to break it down and looking for those things. So I I kind of have a hybrid here because I really like um, how Jen Wilkin talks about it in Woman of the Word. I would say that's a great book too to start with if people want to start learning inductively is to read Woman of the Word. Or um, even Kay Arthur's book, I want to say it is like the inductive Bible study. Like those are two that I own that I use. Um, And so like with Jen Wilkin or even with uh, the inductive study uh, method, you're basically starting with interpretation. So you're going through and talking about, um, or sorry, I should back up. You're doing 
comprehension and observation. That's what you're starting with. So kind of what we talked about, the who, the what, the when, the where, the why. You're getting like that whole cultural setting, what's going on. So you're kind of looking at that. So that's where when you're in your introductions, you're going slowly, like, who is it? Who's the author? Who are they writing to? Who's the original audience? Because sometimes they're writing to the Gentiles. Sometimes they're writing to the Jews. And so you want to figure out who that is and put it in the context of the time, which really helps because a lot of times we read scripture and we apply how it is, like how we're looking for us in there. And it's not about us, right? It's about it's God, about God, it's about his God character. and his character and learning about him. And then you go into interpretation and that's kind of like, what does it mean? So again, going back to, as they would say, like, what did the author intend for us to understand? Like if we're reading Romans, what is Paul wanting us to understand as he's writing this? And then the cultural context of the time, because obviously there's a lot with the Romans, like that, knowing that culture, what's going on for Christians, um, who was, you know, Caesar at the moment, like with Peter, it was Nero. Christians were getting very persecuted during that time under Nero, especially the last part of his reign. So that's always good to look at. And then application and then how, um, how it would change us, like how looking at that will change us. So those are kind of how you break it down. I mean, I have just very like little bullet points here. There's so much more when you read these books and and how it helps you to do that. And I think that's such a great place to start. Or if you're doing, um, or even just doing a Bible study with a group, I know you girls have your Bible study and I'm hoping to do another summer study to walk through books. Cause the more you go through it too, and the, like I'm brand new to the inductive method of like the precept K Arthur method, but I really like it. And I just want to keep doing it and practicing for myself as well, because the more you do it, the more you're seeing. And they also have you, like, if you follow the precepts, um, like workbooks, they have you list things out. And I never really stopped to like list out like attributes or what do you see here? But now when I read scripture, I start to list it out. Like Mm -hmm. as I'm reading, I'm like, Ooh, I need to write that down. Cause there's three things or there's five points here that Mm -hmm. they just picked out. And I think that helps you to, you know, marinate on that a little bit and what the scripture is saying. And it slows you down because we can just kind of really read really fast through scripture. And I think slowing down because I do struggle as a woman who likes to get things done and has a to-do list as we all do, right? We have a lot to do in the day. You're like, okay, Bible reading, check. Right. And then, but it's not always about just checking it off the list. If you're not really letting the Lord like show you or reveal himself to you through his word. So sometimes I have to slow myself down. And I feel like this is a great way of slowing yourself down, looking at what it's saying yeah, and kind of walking through those steps. Sometimes you're going to be great at it. Sometimes you're not. Yeah. It's just getting in it. Yeah. Yeah. So starting to do that process, (laughs) starting to do the process. And even when you were saying like, um, you know, Caesar at the time, you're like, it was Nero. And then, you know, um, it just triggered in my brain that growing up just reading, not meditating or studying scripture. I'm like, Caesar, Caesar, I hear all these stories. Mm -hmm. But then when you break down the different stories, you're like, no, those were like four different Caesars. Those were like three different Pharaohs. Like even with Moses, there was two separate Pharaohs in that whole, like from the exodus, from the, you know, from when he was living there in the king, in the palace to then actually people go, it was like his, you know, adopted father, Pharaoh. And then it was his brother, right. That was, or is that like a made up like Ramses? He was like the successor, mm-hmm. but I know that one Pharaoh died and then the next Pharaoh. Yeah. I'd have to look, but you just think of what I'm saying. You think of the, 
the name Pharaoh. Just one. Right. <laughs> As a kid. And then maybe even some people now, right? You didn't have this growing up. You didn't hear these stories. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, okay, it's Pharaoh. And then like, oh, it's Pharaoh. And but then when you really read into the time and who it was, yeah. you're like, oh no, it was it was this one. It was anyways. That yeah. just like sparked my brain of like it's very important to know these things. Oh, it's <laughs> even like Herod. There's a, there was a few Herods. Yes, that was the other one. And, Herod. that, and that's stressful too as you're going through. And that's one thing that's nice with the um of like the family breakdown mm. of Herod and the marriages. Cause you know, there was a lot of like just a lot of weird stuff going on with these families. Yeah. And it is helpful to like, cause I, you get confused and it's like having these charts and writing it out and going, Oh, here's the connection. But that also takes time. That takes time to, to study that, to learn that. And you're not going to, it's okay to like, this is an ever evolving journey, our faith journey and being in the word. So it doesn't have to look perfect right away either. So yeah. maybe the first time you're like, it is just one Pharaoh. And then you'll learn, oh no, it's like multiple people. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I got it. There's like multiple Herods going through here. And, but you know, when you slow down and you start to study it and that's, what's cool is you, we start to learn too. You just get more excited. I think the more you learn um, and the more you're researching and delving into these people and their lives and, oh, I love that too. They, they mentioned that in the book of Acts, like in the precept study guide, they said, don't forget, these are real people who lived this out. This is not just a story for mm-hmm. us. These are real people who went through this. And when you put that lens on it too, I think it can humanize them. So it's not just this Bible story you learned as a kid, but you're really trying to kind of walk with them mm-hmm. of what that would have been like to, to live in that time. And especially with Paul, um, you know, being in Rome, basically under house arrest for two years, but still writing these letters, yeah. encouraging the churches and just thinking, oh gosh, that would be kind of terrible. But yeah, he, you know, here he's in a waiting period, you know, right, Danielle, we talk about waiting periods all the time, <laughs> but he was writing letters to the churches. So yeah. like, he waited well, like he was mm-hmm. like, well done Paul, because you didn't waste time. Any moment he had to preach the gospel, mm-hmm. he was going to do it. Yeah. So he like did not stop. And I love that. I he don't prepared why he was waiting. He didn't just sit around. Exactly. Yeah, he was yeah. in preparation. Right. And being in the word will do that. So even if you are in a waiting period, that's like the great thing about being in God's word. It's like, it's just all preparation for whatever he has next for yeah. us. That's good. Do you ever feel like not reading? Oh yeah. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I just, you know, it's a real question. I think sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, this sounds like an arduous process or this is intimidating. I just want to flip it open. And if, oh, yeah. if I read it, I read it, but like sometimes oh, yeah. you you, know, you read it and you're just like, what my brain isn't connecting to my heart, like nothing. What am I staring at here blankly? So what do you do in those moments? Oh yeah. I mean, there are days that I just don't read that I'm like not doing it today and I don't do it. And then I'm How- like, oh, that's, I don't feel so good today. That was dumb. I should have read my word. Like, you know, I mean, it's just like very real. <laughs> like, I love it. Like, that's just something <laughs> you're like, I just, I stare at the Bible. I'm like, you should do that today. Like you should read what you need to read for the Bible recap today. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's just, I have those days too, like everybody. And then I just have to push through and then I will eventually go back and you know, catch up and do all the reading I need to do. And then as soon as I'm in it, I'm like, oh, why was I not in it? Like for two days or whatever. I mean, we're all busy. Life happens to all of us. So, I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm not in it perfectly every single day, but I do try 
to be. Cause the days that I'm not, I do feel more, um, I don't know. I'm probably more irritable, more don't have as much peace. You know, anytime you're in the word or you're worshiping or praising, whatever you're doing, you just, you're more connected to the Lord. So I can tell when I'm not in it. Um, I feel it. And the more you're in the word when you're not, you feel it even more. Yeah. So Mm. it, I do think that, um, that's a real, a real thing, but overcoming that, I don't know. You can, that this is where, oh gosh, I listened to something really good. They were talking about where discipline has to overtake motivation because we can be motivated to do things, but at some point you're not. And it's like mm-hmm. that every, you just have to like, nope, it's a grind, but I'm just going to get up and do it. And maybe it's not a great day. Like maybe you just read it and you didn't really, I don't know, process it well, but it was like, you were still in it. Like yeah. You still read the word, yeah. even if it wasn't Cause I'm telling you, if you do the Bible recap and you're going through it, you're doing it chronologically and you're in the old Testament from January to the end of September, you do not get to the new Testament until October. It is a long stretch of the old Testament. And there are times you're reading things. You're like, I have no idea what I just read. Like I have absolutely no idea what the book is talking about. It's like wonderful because at least with the recap, she has a podcast to recap you on like, here's what you read. And you're like, thank you. Cause I really have no idea. And some of the books are long, you know, you're in Jeremiah and you're like, oh my gosh, please. I don't want to be in this book anymore. Or Lamentations. It's like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, you know, it's, it's hard. It is hard, but you just have to keep. (laughs) Like I'm just listening to someone complain for so long. (laughs) page after page it's no it's for real or numbers right or even leviticus and going through the laws it's like it can it's a little arduous to go through it but um you know it's in there for a reason you know it's important Mm -hmm. and you just kind of have to pray like what are you going to reveal to me through this right and i need to just keep going and you're going to have your good days and you're going to have your bad days but you just keep Mm-hmm. You just, I don't know. You just have to like overcome somehow, right? Like it's the same it's thing like with, with working anything. out. It's yes, with exactly. anything. You have to just, you're not, you're going to, yeah, you're going to have a bad workout day, but you did it. And then right. maybe the next day you're going to be like, okay, I'm over that slump or whatever I need yeah. to. And I just feel like that's kind of how being. Well, it's like dishes, right? Like you could let your dishes just pile up and pile up because you don't want to do those dishes. But hey, yeah. guess what? At some point they, they need to be cleaned up and it's a whole lot better to just do them as they come <laughs> instead no. of uh-huh. like, right? Like oh, God's yeah. word can feel so overwhelming if you don't read it for a big chunk of time. And then you try to pick it up and, mm-hmm. and discover it. If you just consistently read a little bit each day, yeah, God just opens things up for your yeah. spirit and your mind to understand even the days when you're tired, you don't feel like doing it staying in it and persistent and opening it up anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know when I was speaking on the word, I definitely encourage women because I was just looking here at my notes, um, like pray for a desire to be in the word because that's it too. Sometimes life gets busy. We have stuff going on. It's one thing I know that I've been convicted of and Shell and I have talked about this kind of offline it's just getting up earlier mm. because when your day kind of hits the ground running, if I don't start with the word, it's really hard for me to go back and get into it. Cause I'm a morning person, not a night person. So if I'm waiting to get into it in the evening, I can do it, 
but it's, I'm not oh. as, um, uh, my brain, I'm just not as awake and, and into it, um, versus the morning. And so that's something that God's been convicting me is getting up even earlier to read the word, to do that first and then do my workouts. Cause I like to work out early too. Um, but I know I need to honor him first more than the workout to mm-hmm. get up early. So I've been pretty good. Some days I'm not so good. I'm, it, I'm really trying. And then also to memorize scripture because that's the other one that mm-hmm. those are the two for me that I know that I'm trying to get. Like I have verses, I kind of know, like it kind of says this, mm-hmm. um, but I want to, or, you know, the most of the verse, right. right. But I'm like, I want to have it down just like, yeah, you want to know it. I want to know it. And what does that? What do you like? do to memorize? Yeah, oh, or are we just asking the same question? Yeah, are there tools that you use? Well, I I'm starting. This is new, ladies. So <laughs> I'll have to come back for round two with uh, my updates. But I did just buy index cards, like you know, back in high school yeah. when you're studying. So kind of the ones like as I highlight, um, I'm kind of trying to start writing them out, and then just having my cue cards and yeah. just kind of old school. Memorizing the, them. The process of writing something out is yeah. so helpful. For me, I memorize way faster mm-hmm. if I write it a few times. Yes, me too. So that's what I got note cards to start doing that. So I need to just really study those note cards. But I am, it's it's definitely, I can tell when God's convicting me of something because I start to talk about it a lot more. And I've been talking about it. And even on my talk on obedience to our ladies, I was saying like, it's really easy for us to memorize lyrics to songs, quotes Mm. to movies, but somehow when it comes to scripture, it's like, I'm just terrible at memorization. And it's like, no, you're not like we, we know, (laughs) you know, that new Taylor Swift song that night it comes out. Like, you know, (laughs) like we just don't know. It's just, you know, again, it's one of those things that we have to make, um, a discipline. And I mean, it's our daily bread, right? How much more do we want to have this at the top? of like our mind or when we have a friend going through something, like I'm pretty good to like be able to find a scripture right away. Like I have it, let me go get it. And I can text it, but I want to not, I don't want to have to do that. I want to just be like, Oh, here it is. Like, Mm -hmm. here you go. That's my, Mm. and I don't know. I just always think of, um, I don't know, people in the past where you, you know, maybe having the Bible, they weren't able to have it and they needed to have memorization. And I just think if I didn't have my Bible, how much scripture do I have memorized that I could pull to, that I could share to people? If, you know, we're very lucky in the Western world to, you could buy so many Bibles, all the colors, you know, all the translations, right? We don't, it's not a really a problem. You can get it in two days from Amazon, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, you, you want a Bible, you can get a Bible. Yeah. But you know, we have our friends in China and other parts of the world that it's like illegal to have it or they can't have it. And I just think when they get it, they're just like, oh my gosh, this is what we needed. You know, the word, this is, this is it. And we just don't take advantage. I don't know. Our spirit just doesn't have that need for it. When you are in Western society, sometimes we're just relying on so many other things ourselves, whatever. And I just am like, I don't want to do that. I want God's word to be where I hunger for it. Where I'm like, this is what we needed. This, mm-hmm. cause it is what we need. Yeah. It's not like, this is what well, we even need. just like, I don't know. In, in a moment when you're having doubt or the enemy is just totally pouncing on a situation that you're struggling with. And like, let's just say you don't have your phone or your Bible or whatever, like to have that scripture to fight. Yes. To, to speak it over yourself and to pray over yourself or to speak over someone else. And just to, to have that, to, um, yeah, just to like wipe out, wipe, wipe the slate clean. Like, mm-hmm. nope, we're not going to believe this over here. Like I have this. And it's cause there's been times where I'm like, 
trying to think of it even with my kids. And then it's like, I'm in the moment and I'm going to find my Bible, my phone, and I can't find it. And it's just like, no, like I want to have those things to fight right there in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Because that is what the word is. It's definitely going to do that for you when you, when you need it. And, um, I have that verse somewhere. See, again, that's why I have notes here with Bible verses because I don't have it memorized where it is, but you know, in, um, in Psalms with David, because he's, he's our one that's always, uh, talking about the word and, uh, where is it? Psalm. Cause I want to have it for your show notes. So I want to get it right. <laughs> I get it right. Well, while you're looking for it, I'll just say this. One of the things you were like, Oh, you know, people can memorize those Taylor Swift songs the day they come out. Putting song to scripture is such a good way to memorize it. And I know that might sound silly, but you know, I've become very accustomed to it in the last 10 years of parenting somehow like scripture memorization that I did as a kid comes back to me because I knew it as a song. And so then getting to do that with my children now and come up with songs that are silly, that maybe if you don't have children, it might feel weird to be dancing around your living room, (laughs) (laughs) making up songs to scripture, but truly it does help when you put song and rhythm, there's actually science that shows how it helps your mind remember things. So just like writing things down, putting song to it, putting hand motions to it. It really does like whenever you involve your body in trying to remember something, it actually programs it into your mind. Yeah, that's great. No, that's a great way of doing that. And obviously if you have kids, that's a great way too. Cause if you're, as you're teaching them, you're just getting, you're reinforcing that for yourself. (laughs) No song. I mean, that's, that's why we can memorize songs so fast because they're Mm -hmm. catchy. They have a tune to it. So you follow it um, where, yeah, when you're doing this, the old fashioned way, it's a little bit harder, but I was thinking of Psalm 119. Again, I encourage everyone to read Psalm 119. It's like one of the, it's all about the word and following the Lord's precepts, but it's nine through 11. How can a young man keep his way pure by living according to your word? I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And I always remember that just of like, I have hidden your word in my heart. Like you were saying, Shell, right? We want it in our heart, in our mind. So when that, when we're overcome, when the enemy is attacking us, it's like, we can just stop and pause and be like, no, I have peace because, you know, I can just pull to all these scriptures, whatever it is that you're dealing with in that moment, you can pull to that scripture that you need. And I just think that I'm like, yes, I want to have your word hidden in my heart. I want Mm -hmm. it top of my mind so I can just go to that when I need it. So that's my, I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress in terms of the number. (laughs) That is my next, like, that is my thing this, this year that I'm like, Lord, help me to, I want to raise your word. I want to just be able to quote it and say it and know it and not have to like default to like, hold on, let me get my Bible app. You know, I want to just, I want it in my, in my brain. So I do like to make up songs. So maybe I will just have to do that to memorize. (laughs) I'm sure. <laughs> hey, this could be a new venture for the three of us. Adult, <laughs> adult Bible um, sing along. Bible, Bible sing-alongs. Sing-alongs. <laughs> You know, it's funny though. It's like there's so many worship songs that have scripture in them, but we don't always know that it's scripture until you come across it and you're like, wait a second, that's oh, from sure. the song. Oh, that's how that worship song came about, or that's where the hymn came from. That's what um, I point out is I was like a lot of the worship songs we hear. Yep. But it's not necessarily like the whole thing. It's like a it's a like portion. a it's like a portion of it, right? right? And then like you said, you don't know until you're like, oh, oh, that's the song. Oh, it's the scripture verse. So it's it's a beautiful thing. And mm-hmm. 
that's like a, you know, but it's, yeah, it's not a sing-along <laughs> scripture. I don't think anyone really wants to hear me sing along to a sing-along, but I do think that it's a great way of learning scripture. So yeah, those were a great, that is a great method. Yep, but I can come up with the hand motions. No one wants to hear me sing. Shell, you can sing. I'll do, I'll do the hand motions. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, memorizing scripture, that's a great one too. So yeah. that's, that's what I'm, that's, that's what I'm working on. So I'll keep you posted on how that goes for the rest of the year. So I looked up the passion translation of that verse, Melena, and it says, I, verse 11 says, I consider your word to be my greatest treasure and I treasure in my heart. And there's something about that word treasure. It's like, what are we treasuring? Like what a beautiful heart that David had when he wrote this, that he considers God's word to be his greatest treasure. Like, do we consider God's word our greatest treasure? I know there's a lot of things that we can put value on in life. You know, we can all rave about the latest restaurant we went to or where, what little clothing boutique we found or our new little gadget, right? There's, or my latest craze is, like making my, my homemade milk from cashews, <laughs> right? Like there's these things that we get so excited about. We want to tell everybody about it. Are we getting that excited where we are treasuring God's word? Like that is our greatest treasure. I don't know. It's a, it's a good thing to think about. And another important part of reading God's word, because it helps us check our heart of like, oh, this is really a beautiful perspective. And God helped me grow to have that much of a love and a desire for you too, because you said that David was a man after your heart. And if he was after your heart and I'm chasing after your heart, then soften my heart so that I have that type of admiration and love for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it really will develop. Like, as I said before, the more we're in it, the more that does develop the more you do geek out and you want to be in it because once you get going it's hard to stop like Mm -hmm. studying it when you're like really like oh my gosh this is so rich there's so much here Mm -hmm. um and not looking at at it as like a chore yes that you know because it it's it's it really is like that special time with the lord for him to reveal himself to you um i mean i know people can you know hear from god in many ways i find the he speaks to me the most through scripture, which is why I think to the word I'm so passionate about women being in it. Cause I know that is such a great way that he s- speaks to us. And I mean, you just can read a verse and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's exactly like, I just needed those words. I needed to hear that from you. Mm-hmm. And that can just be, that can change everything, you know, in the day, the week or the season of life that you're in. And if you're not in that scripture or in scripture in general, you know, you're not going to get, he can't speak to you that way. I mean, he can speak to you in other ways, but right. there's something so rewarding, like as you go through and he's revealing, because not only are you learning, because he, you know, you're seeing him reveal himself to the Israelites basically through, especially like with the old Testament and this constant love that he has for, for them to keep drawing them back to him. And it's easy to kind of judge from the, you know, as we're reading from our yeah. eye perspective, yeah. but you're like, oh my gosh, but he's doing this with me right. constantly to get me to come back to him and always come back to, um, you know, sitting at his feet, being present with him because he loves me and wants to spend time with me. And this is such a great way to spend 
time with him, obviously in prayer too, but, um, you need the both, you know, and then you want, like, as you guys are doing on your podcast, you know, taking the scripture and then using that and praying that over your life, other people's mm-hmm. lives, because he, he loves his word to be spoken back to him. So, um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, just be in it. Just be in your word. <laughs> <laughs> just don't stop reading it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's anything else in your, like, I know you've spoken about getting in the word to other ladies recently. Is there anything else that you really would want to encourage people with? Well, let's see. I mean, I know. I mean, obviously I, it's like, I can't say it enough of like being in your word, but I do know it's hard when you're in a waiting season. And I know there's a lot of women in in tough seasons where you're either like in the trenches and you're really on the battlefield or you're just maybe just fully waiting and it's just really, really hard. Um, I think you have to, cause I was sharing a bit about this too, when I was speaking on obedience and you have to just keep pressing, pressing into the Lord, you know, be in community, be in a Bible study, be involved in your local church in some capacity, you know, don't stop. I think it's easy. The enemy wants to isolate you. And when you're feeling, um, when you're in the battle or you're in that kind of just wandering season, it's easy to just, it is easy to just wander or give up. And I think, um, the more you stay connected, like God's going to give you the strength through his word to keep going and to stay the course. Um, because there's, I know we've all, we've all gone through different seasons and it's when you're in that season, it's like, you do want to just give up, but if you're rooted, you know, whether it's in a woman's Bible study in your local church, uh, it's like, you need to have some, something like that too, to keep you, to mm-hmm. keep you going on top of being in the word daily. Cause it really will refresh your soul. You know, it's going to refresh you. It's going to, um, keep you going. Um, I'm just thinking of, you know, when I just think of the women that we know and what they're going through and just like, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to constantly encourage them to like, just stay the course. And it helps too. Cause when sometimes you're down, that's when you need your, like, Hey, I'm down, pray for me. Like I need, I need something. Cause I'm getting caught in the pit and I need someone to pull me out of it. Um, cause I I've been there too. And I think, yeah, this is like that one way to keep you to keep you going truly. And when you need extra encouragement, I mean, I love, I mean, the Psalms, we can't, I mean, the Psalms really, mm-hmm. he exhorts and praises the Lord all the time. And he was on the run being chased, you know, people trying to kill him with David. So you're like, yeah, just if he's still praising the Lord, so can I, and I keep going back. See, I don't know the passage, but I do keep thinking every day when I'm having those moments or I'm not having a great day of like, nope, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm going to keep praising and it's okay. And, you know, keep going, keep moving, just keep yeah. walking forward in him. And um, yeah, I mean, I hope that's encouraging. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's like, it makes me think of something an acting teacher told me where she's like, preparedness meets opportunity. And she always talks about, you know, training like an athlete and all that. And that's just acting stuff. Right. But we can think of it the same way with where we're at here with like the word, like you're in a waiting period, you're, you're in the pit, 
you know, you're going through it, you're in the valley, you're not in the mountaintop right now. But even in those, we can still have these disciplines to read the word, to stay connected, to find a small group, all these things, because, you know, quote, all of a sudden God moves. Mm -hmm. It's like, he's been moving this whole time, but now he is launching you into something. And are you going to be ready? Are you going to be prepared? Did you spend your time wisely in, in that season? And it's obviously easier said than done. The stuff that we're talking about is not those, those downtimes is hard. I mean, I've been feeling since Saturday, let's say Sunday, Monday. So three days, it's definitely been like (laughs) my morning word. I've just feel like I've zoned out. I'm like, uh, but I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And there's been two days (laughs) of that where I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to go back and I need to read that again. And so I might take a break, but at least I started my day with that. And then I'll go back later and listen to it and read it. And I'm like, okay, God show me. But I mean, I'm definitely, yeah, in in a place the last couple of days where I'm like, I need this, but I don't want this right now. Like, yeah, absolutely. I I want to just sleep in, and I want to just be left alone, and I want, <laughs> you know, and it's all I'm like I want. And when I hear that, I'm like, that is not my true identity. That is not how the Lord wants me to be yeah. thinking about my children or, mm. you know thinking about his word. So I'm just like, no, I'm going to continue to do this. And I still get something out of it. And I know that it's that discipline where there's going to be another season where there's actually something really tough happening. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, like I can still do this. I'm still going to push forward. So yeah, I think it's just like that preparedness meets opportunity. And it's like, when God gives you that opportunity, are you going to be ready? Yeah, absolutely. It it just makes me think like, you know, how often you hear a song come on the radio and it takes you right back to where you were at the some moment 22 years ago when that song wow. played and it connects to your emotions or whatever. And when we're going through something hard and we've spent all this time preparing, like you're saying, Shell, where God's word is on our heart, wouldn't you rather draw to the words that God speaks over you than like singing all by myself, right? Like, <laughs> like, rather than like meditating on these songs that make us all like, ah, like right. how about we pull out the scripture that God's put on our heart all these years that we've prepared ourselves for. Sorry, yeah. listeners, for that dreadful rendition of... <laughs> It's true. I was just telling someone and even telling the ladies that I was speaking with when I was speaking on obedience is to, you know, journal what you're going through. Yeah. Because that's what I was sharing was a lot from my journal when I was in a, a waiting period and I was getting really frustrated. And I'm like, God, I just need you to show up. Like I need breakthrough. Like I'm just, this is really hard to keep going. I'm going to keep going, but I'm just like, help me. I just need to hear from you. And, you know, he did, he revealed himself and it was awesome. I mean, there's still, I'm still on this journey of, I mean, I know what God's doing. God doesn't show me things in advance, which is actually really good for me. It's much better that it just sort of comes up in the moment when it needs to. If he showed me like two years of like, here's what's going to happen. I probably would be like, that's not happening. But because he's like, oh, here's what's happening next month. And here's what's happening here. And then I'm just saying, yes, like just repeatingly saying, okay, yes, yes. I'm just showing up. But, you know, journal all these things too, because I think there's, it's really great to look back sometimes 
it's not like we don't want to like dwell on our past, but it is good to look back and see what God has done and where mm-hmm. he's been faithful. Because when you're in the next storm or in the next thing, I think sometimes if I look back to see where, you know, I was two years ago, four years ago, wherever it is, whatever that hard season was to see how he brought you out, the people he brought in, because he will give you what you need. It's not maybe what you want, but it's what you need or what you didn't even know that you needed. And that's, what's exciting is to see the people he's bringing in your life, the, the church, the Bible studies, the, maybe it's work opportunities. Who knows? It doesn't always have to be totally faith-based, right? It could just be, um, you know, the right school for your kids or that right teacher, just how God aligns things that can make that difference. And you can see, you're like, oh, I prayed about this. He answered that here. And I think that's something um, I'm trying to be better about too, is marking that. So I can look back. So if you're doubting or the enemy is putting that in your head of like, he's not going to show up, he's not coming, like, right. just give up. Just why do you keep doing that? When you're like, no, no, he is, he's faithful because I have this whole journal that shows his wonderful faithfulness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to just keep um, trusting him. And I think the more we do that, we're less likely to kind of isolate and turn or stop or not do it. And I agree with you. There's days where I'm like, I read the scripture. I'm not into it sometimes, or you go back later or you reread it. Or if I know my heart's in a weird spot too, it's like, well, maybe let me listen to some worship songs. Let me just get like the praise going. Cause maybe that's all I can do today is just have worship music you know, worship music going on in the background or having it in my headphones. Cause maybe that's, what's going to help get my heart. Right. You know, just yeah, that, that posture of praise, that posture of praise, prayer. I mean, prayer helps a lot too. Cause that, that really starts to soften you. Or when I can tell I'm like, Oh, I'm being judgy or oh, I'm being weird or, Oh, I'm, I don't know what's happening. I'm just angry at my husband today. And you know, all the things that happen with women, right. Or when you're you know, emotional and hormonal, like there's all these things, like there are real things that come up and I have to go, is this hormones? Like, where am I feeling? What's going on? Let's, yeah. let's work through the emotions. God, help me figure this out. Like, what do I need right now? The way that you do with your kids, right? Like what's happening? You know, these are big feelings. Let's work through them. And I, I'm like a toddler with the Lord, like Jesus, help me, help me with my toddler feelings you know, to work through this because, you know, especially if you're, you know, you're, you know, I'm, I realize I'm I'm in the the middle age here of life, and I've got women under me that that are looking to me, and you know, I'm also trying to glean from the women that have gone before me, and you do realize like, oh, I I do need to respond with wisdom. I can't just act out any way that I want to when I'm feeling these things. So I do have to seek the word, and I do have to trust, like. And just know maybe there's a day of like, just don't talk at all. Just be quiet. Just there's a lot of wisdom in just being quiet. So <laughs> be still and know that I am the Lord. Sometimes <laughs> it isn't, you know, it's there's times where you can talk at him, you know, and you can get let it all out. And then there's times where like, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm just going to sit with you and just worship and just mm, allow yeah. you to be in, um, that's the, that's the beauty of this journey of faith is it's going to ebb and flow and yeah, it's just, I'm just trying to just pray for so much more wisdom in that too. And just like, Lord, help me to just be really quiet most of the time. <laughs> just let me read your word and just repeat what you say. Like <laughs> nobody needs to hear what I say. They need to hear what your word says. <laughs> so, I hope it makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes when we talk about a lot of things, so you're like, does that make sense? God, does it flow? <laughs> you hear me all the time. Like, like, Danielle, did, did I, I just blacked out. What happened? <laughs> She's like, no, that was great. 
no, thank you for everything that you shared and just your experience, like as in what you experience and then your experience in the word uh, to impart to other women to hear because it's so important. Um, and I just love how like <laughs> real you are, which is great because it never, it never feels like this high and mighty place of like, oh, I'm so in my word. Like, you know, all the times I've heard you speak like in a group or when I listened to the recording of you speaking, it was just like, yeah, like I'm here. I'm in this with you. This is what I'm going through. Um, and it's beautiful. Mm, so thanks thank for keeping it real. <laughs> well, I have to be, if you ever feel like I got it, I'm on it, Lord. Thanks. I'm I'm good to go. He'll knock you down that pedestal real fast. So like, nope. <laughs> He's real quick to. So you're like, no, no, I don't have it. I don't have it. I just have good days. Yeah. And I have the very real days, like everybody else that's trying to, trying to do it. But it's just that's the thing. We just keep up. We just keep doing it. Right. It's just every day getting up, doing it, starting. What is Anna Green Gables? What did she say? Like each day is brand new with no mistakes in it. Like you just keep going, yeah. and that's just how I feel. Like it's okay. I didn't, this wasn't the best day, but tomorrow's going to be a great day. And you just keep plugging away because I mean, this is, I mean, we're here for so much more. He needs us. He needs us to be in our word because there's a whole mission field of people that need to know who he is and mm -hmm. we got to be his hands and feet. So yeah. Amen. It's, it's Amen. really vital. I mean, really at the end of the day, when you think about it that way, it's like souls are on the line and we yeah. have to like. Mm, yeah. we, are, we are his army to go out and help these people the world is so broken and they need to hear how much god loves them and they need to hear his truth because yeah. it really will set them free from so much yeah so oh i was just like weeping recently when i think i shared it with our text thread danielle of like the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few yes. and it really came alive to me in a way that it had never come alive before. And my heart, I was just like sobbing and like worshiping with Jesus. Cause I'm like, I can see it in so many people everywhere I go that I'm like, they're ready. They're ready. They're ready. They're ready. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my life, my excuse has been, well, I don't really, I don't really know the word. It seemed like this huge distant, I need to go to like, you know, I need Berean or I need to go to, uh, you know, what is it when you're going like to seminary or something? Seminary, yes. Like th that's where you learn it all. And it's just like, no, it's been five weeks of me reading the Bible from the beginning. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have so much in my pocket and so much already written on my heart for not just myself and my family, but for others of like encouragement and beyond you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this has only been like five weeks. Like, you know, and I can't look back and be like, I wish I would have done this forever ago. And it's not like in a guilt way, but a big part of me is like, this would have been really amazing, Shell, if you would have just uh, done this a long time ago. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but here I am now and I can be, you know, teaching my kids and going, like you said, I'm learning alongside them. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, that scripture, I'm just like the harvest. I mean, there people are hungry. People are so hungry and they, they don't even hungry. know it. Yeah. And when you have that heavenly food that feeds their soul, it's just like, oh, like this is radical. Like yeah. what what damage we can do against the enemy's camp when we are um 
geared up, armored up. And that's, yeah, absolutely. The word. Yeah. No, that's, you make some really good, like just stuff you said, like the, that they're hungry for it. And the more that we're rooted, like they're going to see that when we have extreme peace in a very not peaceful world. Yeah. Um, and like peace that transcends all understanding peace, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that that speaks volumes and the more that we're rooted, the more we're excited about it too. And that comes through. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, women are hungry for the word. I mean, people are in general, but I mean, my heart's really focused on women, not so much men. I mean, it is for men, but women, I really just want them to be so excited about the word. I think people just think it's so far from them or they can't be in it. And every day is a good day to be in the word. So if you, if you haven't been reading it, who cares? Start today, start Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Start as soon as you get off this podcast, right? Just start (laughs) reading it. Just, you could just start, start while you're listening. Start while you're listening. Stop listening to us. (laughs) Just read the word. Right. Read the book of Acts. There's so many great books of the Bible. Like they're all great. Start the Bible recap. Doesn't matter if you started on January 1st, you can start any Bible reading plan. Just start it today and just read it for the year. Yeah. Like just get in it because the more that you're rooted in it. Yeah. It's just, it's, I mean, it's so life-changing for you and it's just going to have ripple effects to your whole community of where God wants you. And he has us each in our own lane designated to do what he needs us to do. And we just need to run our own race. Cause I think I was very distracted by other people's races too. And I think that just would get what they're doing. Look what he's doing. Yeah. And God's like, look what I'm doing in you right right. now. And the more we just focus on like, God, where do you want me? Mm -hmm. Where do you need me? Help me to just know your scripture. Just, you know, give me your wisdom and knowledge and strength to do this. And I mean, that's the beauty of the Bible too. As we look into, into scripture, not all these people were like, equipped in the world standards, but he equips us, right? Yeah. Because it's also, he's, he's glorified through us. If we did have all of this, people would think we're doing it and right. we're not doing it. That like, I Amen. never thought I was going to speak. I don't even want to speak, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked to speak twice now. And I'm just like, Lord, like less of me, more of you. This is all well, three times. Years. Three times. Yeah. Three times. <laughs> this is the third. Like this is a little less intimidating, even though I know it's going out further. It's actually has a further reach, but I can't see you, but you're also <laughs> lovely. Um, <laughs> you're also pretty. Um, it's it's harder when they're all staring at you and you're holding a microphone. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is there's lights on me. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm like, but this is about him. This is not even about me. This yeah. is just about if you if you're calling me to do this today, I'm gonna do it. And I just I want to just just it's all to glorify you because it's all you there's like none of me that wants to be doing this yeah at this moment yeah you know this Amen. is all your your words and if just one woman we've talked about if just one woman it resonates with them mm-hmm. to make a change like that's mm-hmm. that's what it's about right it just and it's we just know that when we're in we're in our word and we are obedient I mean that has so much ripple effects into our families and beyond. I mean, and you don't even know like who's watching you, like your kids are watching. Like there's so many things that can happen Mm -hmm. and how God can use it. And it's just, I think that's, what's so exciting about it. Right. It's like, we just don't know what God's doing. And I think the less I'm worried about what he has planned. And the more I'm just like, this is what I have to do today. Like focus on today because it really, and Danielle and I have talked about this too, it's just when you're doing the daily grind, it's like those daily little things that nobody sees. That is what makes the big things, right? Mm-hmm. And it's easy to see like, oh, they're they're doing these great things. I'm like, yeah, but we're, we're not seeing like the years of work right? or what God's done in them to get to these 
points in life, right? It's always the daily work of like yeah. on your marriage, with your kids, in your job, with your church, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. it's just constantly being committed to doing it and saying yes to God and being in his word to see it's just it's a lifetime of really of work. <laughs> really. Yeah. It's a lifetime, a lifetime of, of yes. A lifetime yes, of yes, God. Yeah, for sure. A lifetime of yes and just serving him and being willing to obey and kind of surrender our agenda. Um, and just yeah, it's that daily dying to ourself mm-hmm. to live for him. And some days are better than others. Yeah. But it's like keep going because I I definitely want to do it because I want to see what God yeah. has. Oh, and I totally. never want to miss out. I don't want to miss out. And I don't want to be the reason that something that I blocked it or just, I don't know. You're just like, I don't want to do that, God. I want to be available. Even if it's like in my flesh, I'm scared and afraid. Like I know that you've already like in Joshua, like be strong and courageous, right? Like just keep going. And God keeps bringing Proverbs 28, one to me. Um, the second part where it says the righteous are as bold as a lion. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is the season that we need believers. We need strong men and women of the Lord to be serving him and out on that battlefield and helping um, kind of, yeah, being the workers for that harvest mm-hmm. because, and I don't ever want to just slink away in fear. It's like, nope, help me. Like, cause mm-hmm. in my flesh, there's plenty of things that make me want to stop, but with, your word and your Holy spirit in me, like I'm able to do what you need me to do. And I definitely want to do that. So I love that. <laughs> Yay. Thank you for sharing. Thanks ladies. Yeah. Do you, so um, do you want to pray Danielle again, or do you want one of us to pray? Do you want to pray? Something Melina just said though, is like, I just want to be available. And I just keep hearing like God is able. I just need to be available. So good. Yeah. No, it is. Mm-hmm. Bumper sticker. Add that yeah. to our notes, Danielle. <laughs> our, our our next shirt that we're making. Our next, you know, line of shirts that we haven't made that we might. Or have. coffee mugs. <laughs> like the build that art girl. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's still one of my favorites. I love yeah. it. Circa, whenever that was in your living room in Glendale. <laughs> that was the beginning. That was the beginning of of you speaking into my purpose, Melina, is that reminder to build my arc. Don't worry about the world. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks about what I'm doing. Just be focused on what God's called me to. And you said Noah, <laughs> Noah was considered crazy, but he built the ark because that's what God told him to do. And the yeah. rains and the floods of the world are going to come, but we have to be prepared. And you said, just build your ark. And now I have it as a giant sign in my living room, I know. building yeah. my ark. I love being reminded of things that I say, because I say so much and I forget. So when, it, <laughs> when I said that, that was so wise. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said those wise things to you. <laughs> It's true. It is true. And I, and I like when they are spoken back to me, cause it reminds me too of like, yeah, just build the ark. Keep going. Yeah. Keep yeah. doing the things that um, keep doing it though. All right. Keep doing it. Let's pray. <sighs> Thank you. Heavenly father for this time. Thank you for 
allowing Melina to come and just share her experience and knowledge and wisdom that she has in you. I pray that you would just bless her, God. Bless her out in the field as she is harvesting souls for you, God, that you continue to just direct her path, continue to fortify her on those days where we all feel like, Bleh. and I thank you, Lord God, that you also, um, I just see you guiding her. I've just seen it from when I first met her until now, where she's at and like what she talked about journaling and how you can see the journey of where, where you were and where God has brought you. And I'm just so thankful that you brought her into my life and into so many women's lives. So God, I just thank you. You keep directing her steps and she keeps showing up and being obedient. So I pray Lord God, that you would bless and honor her for that. I thank you for the listeners made this not just land in, in their ears, Lord God, but it would land in their hearts, that it would go deep, that they would see their deep need for your word and to gain knowledge of who you are and your character and your promises and how many amazing, wonderful stories we get to see where you showed up time and time and time and time again, God, that you never leave us, you never forsake us, that you are a promise keeper, that you follow through. And I pray that if there's any people listening who have had promises broken by other people or maybe even by um, other gods that they have believed in that they're like, well, why is this God any different? And I thank you, Lord God, that you were going to show up and show these people that you are a promise keeper. Thank you that we have your word to not only be encouraged, but to live by and to walk out your character and who you are um, for people here that we are, like Melinda said, we are your hands and feet. Um, yeah, we just love you so much. We thank you for this time in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Amen.